Not back then. Yeah. Not back then you back can't. Back to my day, pro gamer tip meant something. <laughs> I'm trying to not sound like an old head as hard as I can, but... But... Happy birthday. Oh, hey. What a good start. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's, uh, I'm, I'm turning 100 years old. A hundred? Yes. I Man. am. I'm a centenarian or whatever it is that they. A centenarian. Yeah, yeah I believe that's me. so. That's me. Cool. Uh, my vision's going, which is a good, good start. Got, Great. Got getting some glasses, which I will probably have by the time we uh, release this. So I'll finally be able to see all you bastards again. Perfect. Yeah. That's uh, it's my birthday soon. How old are you gonna be really, Chase? Let, let everybody know. This is the siren song of my twenties, David. I am entering my my thirtieth year. This is your last podcast of your thirties. Or twenties, sorry. Of I my twenties. <laughs> skipping straight to 40 i said fuck it to a 30 yeah how old were you when you thought up the idea of this because we did that in my backyard over some whiskey didn't we yeah we did uh it was quite cold so i'm assuming it was like a winter break or something because i feel like we thought of it and then sort of sat on the ideas and did a couple of test pods for like about a year and then kicked it into overdrive Mm -hmm. this year test pod please ignore We've been in the <laughs> we've been in the hyperpodic time chamber for about a year now, just going hard. It has been the hyperpodic time chamber. It's true. It's COVID. I've learned how to actually record good sounding audio. So that's always <laughs> that's always a plus. So yeah, it's an upside. David, over the weekend, I went to a pumpkin patch. Ooh, nice. I also watched Hocus Pocus. Oh my god, you're living the fall dream, boy. And boy. <laughs> currently, I am drinking an Elysian Dragon's Tooth Stout. Is that good? It's delicious to me. It's delicious to you. Okay. It's also 8.2%. So uh, for future listeners, if you just want to skip to the end and listen to the outro, you can have a fun little game to see just how much this beer has gotten to me. How much more is Chase slurring his words by the end yeah. of this episode? Yeah. Is, is the episode coherent in any way? It's okay. I'm already pretty much through with this hazy IPA from there Sierra Nevada, just from our pre-pod loosening up. We're getting loose. It's our warm up. <laughs> Or the batting cages. It's our pre-pod ritual where we stretch and uh, give ourselves positive affirmations. Doing a little tongue wag, tongue wagging each other, you know? Point being, David, I've invited a very special someone to the pod this week because it it couldn't be a more fall weekend for me. Okay. I mean, just... Oh... I can feel feel the energy changing already. There's a smell of pumpkin spice in the air. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Yes, hello. Who are you? Full spirit of spotimism, I think. Spot spotimism? Spotimism. Sorry. Spotimism. I'm, I'm loose off the hooch of pumpkin spice. So you're you're drunk right now. That's what you're telling me. That's a summer's man word for having a good fall, friend. So you'd prefer loose off the hooch. Loose off the hooch is the preferred term. Loosen the hoochin. I'm loose in the hooch and on the hooch. Hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm loose in the hooch. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's false spirit of optimism. How you doing? Okay, are you from the east? Are you from Jersey? Uh, no. Where, where are you from? Calabasas. Calabasas. <laughs> Do you know the Kardashians? No. No. I, I haven't seen them play a video game, so that's not really... 
Anyway. They, they have a video game. They have a, a free-to-play Kardashian mobile game. Please. Yeah, fair enough. Stupid. Okay. Five out I'm of sorry. five. I'm being aggressive with you. I don't know why. That's okay. You got to suss me out. See if prod for weakness. See if there's any uh, holes in my armor, which I will say there are none. I do like prodding for holes. That's questionable. The phrasing makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, good. You passed that test. That, that made was, you uncomfortable. That was, a, was that a vibe check? That was a vibe check. All right. All right. I just, I really just hit you with like a verbal bullet. And yeah. Just twang See right how off I take you. It. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Not, not great. I will say it did make me feel uncomfortable. Okay. I apologize. That was That's a vibe okay. check. That's just okay. Just to see how vibey you are. You're confirmed wavy. Anyway. So here I am. I'll be available for the episode. Just a little bit about myself to introduce me. False spirit of podtimism. Mm-hmm. Loosen the hooch. Loosen the hooch, yep. Love video games and uh, going out into the woods smelling of pine, making friends with the woodland animals, saying hello mm-hmm. to a deer. A deer? A okay. deer. Okay. Hanging out in the cabin. Whoa, wearing a flannel. Ooh, that's that'll, a good one. That'll get you going. It'll nice get and you cozy. moving. Let's see. Favorite video games. Anything spooky? It. That makes sense to me, right? All spooky things? All spook spooks are good, but not exclusive spooks. Because we got November too. Don't you You're worry. You're not spook exclusive? I am in no way in an exclusive relationship with spooks. Because you're also like family oriented too, I would think, right? Because Yeah, got, Thanksgiving's coming up. We're gonna spend some well. time with our family. Not this year, because you know. The whole thing. The, the whole the whole thing. The, you know. The whole everything. You're aware. Yeah. yeah. We're, we, we are aware. Yeah. So uh, fam- family friendly, like a good Smash Brothers, a Mario Party. I've recently been a big fan of those Jap- Jackbox games. They're pretty fun. Those, pretty so fun for the whole family. Yeah. Wholesome fun for the whole family. Yeah. Uh, anywho, I'm going to step back behind the mic. I'm wildly uncomfortable in the spotlight. So I'm going to go ahead and leave uh, at, uh, what's his name? Chet? Chet yeah. Balby. Chet, Chet Balby, yeah. Just let just let you know, spirit, that's false spirit of optimism. You yeah, did a great you got job. it. What's no, up? No worries on feeling shy behind the mic. You did great. Thank you. You did great. Thank you. I'm going to go puke in a bucket. Not feeling great. Chin up. David. Yes? It's video game podtimism. Is it? It is the Optimist video game variety show where two best friends and the false spirit of podtimism. Mm, special guest. Yeah, special guest. Uh, what is the rest of the intro? Optimus video game variety show. We're two best friends and the false spirit of pontimism. It's really throwing you off adding that false spirit. Yeah, it's not easy to, to really roll with Something with the wonderful we're, world of video games. We're in, on, on video game pontimism. We're two best friends. Talk, talk about the wonderful world of gaming. There you go. Yeah. My name is Chase, and my favorite fall activity is watching bad uh, Halloween movies. Like scary movies or just like campy or just both? trashy, bad movies. Hocus Pocus is kind of a, a standard bearer here. Okay. Uh, my name's David. My favorite fall activity is getting cozy and drinking a warm beverage or a dark beer. Yeah, hell yeah. Hell yeah, David. I like That's that one. That's my thing. That's got, my thing. That got me going. Put me in a, <laughs> in a mental space. That. You were at, you were at mid gulp and you excitedly threw down your beer goblet. down. <laughs> Because you were so excited. Because otherwise you would have just thrown that beer all over the place. It just would have been chaos. It was a little bit of a pricey beer. I splurged because it is the birth week. But It is the birth week. Didn't didn't want to throw that one on the ground like I normally would. There you go. Chase is known to throw beers on the ground. In when I'm excitement. just too excited about something. 
David, have you been playing video games recently? I have been. Can you tell me about some of those? So I played a good amount of Divinity 1. Yes. Now stuck at a very annoying puzzle. Oh, no. Which is always a bummer in these kind of games. Yeah, true. Doesn't give you like any sort of... It gives you just a little bit of hint, then you have to figure out the rest of it, and it's just like a lot of finagling mm. and kind of dealing with the worst aspects of the user interface, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is a bummer because I had a really good time with it, and like Mallory and I got stuck at this puzzle for like 20 minutes and Mallory just fell asleep oh no and i'm just like oh my god i'm flying solo now this is awful like i can't even that's a genuine failure in game design <laughs> somebody falls asleep while playing their game <laughs> she just Good stopped night. and she's just like just gone yeah absolutely gone yeah but you know we'll get past it and it's still good it's still a good game but yeah it is slightly at least right now on notice it's on notice yeah. okay all right wow i hope you hear that divinity one Divinity One, you're on notice. You're on notice. New game new of game. the week. Let's go. Is actually an old game, but a new part of an old game. Okay. It's the Control DLC. Okay, nice. Are you enjoying it? I haven't touched it at all. I am. Okay. I haven't played too much. I'm playing the first one first. The first, the foundation yeah. DLC. Yeah. I got a new power. That's kind of whatever i think i maybe i should have chose the other one but mm. they give you a choice between two in the beginning uh, but we'll see i will see i haven't i haven't used it too much quite mm. yet um but control is still so good that game is good i like that game a lot it's still it just plays so smoothly just mm-hmm. buttery smooth there's so many different things you can do and in, in combat once you have all the powers leveled up and you're just levitating like 20 feet off the ground shooting yeah. people and picking them up and taking over their mind and ramming down on them from above with like the force of a thousand valkyries it's pretty cool <laughs> but yeah it's been a busy week at work so those are really the only two things i've been playing sure recently uh, uh, and also just overwatch actually actually overwatch i've been playing a lot of overwatch because it's my favorite time of the year in overwatch which is oh, their spooky yeah. spooky uh halloween event their costumes for halloween are so so good it is by far the best event in my opinion (laughs) yeah definitely christmas is a close second Mm -hmm. but the halloween not even not even close second christmas is second yeah like firmly in second halloween is just head and shoulders above the rest just the music and they change Mm -hmm. all the levels to be a little spooky and then the this mode the special mode like the drunken scenes revenge mode is by far i think my favorite of all the special modes that they do for these it's definitely the most fun and feels like kind of a game unto itself it feels the most unique and different i think that's what it comes down to the other ones are like i don't remember exactly what it was but there's like instances essentially that you can run through Mm -hmm. where it's like you got to kill all these ninjas and that's the thing that we're doing this time yep and it's like it's fun but like not necessarily something that i would want to play over and over again but junkenstein is like hard enough that if you play on hard you're probably not gonna win and so hard it's very difficult but when you get far enough it's like dang like we really crushed it yeah and yeah it's oh god it's so good it was brutal because uh i was playing it and there's two loot boxes you can earn from playing specific modes of it now because they they added like little differences to it okay so there's one mode where like a ghost will follow you around and it'll like suck your life away if if it's near you oh no and then another one where like the zomniks just move a lot quicker oh okay and they're both on expert difficulty i beat one and the second one went down to the very last boss and we lost Mm. it was horrid feeling it was a terrible feeling (laughs) I'm embarrassed to even admit that it happened, but it did. You're burying your soul here for all of our listeners. I'm sure they appreciate your honesty. Sometimes you fail. Sometimes you fail. That's part of it. Just learn from your failures. Pod domestic take. So that's been been really fun. And now they do a thing for all the events, it seems, Mm -hmm. where if you win 
nine quick play or like arcade games during the week you get a special skin epic skin for free just get it hell yeah so i got the phantasma uh sombra skin oh, sombra that was good yeah give me a little carrot to chase after because i'm just yeah otherwise i just don't really they need to give me more to keep on playing it i guess is what it comes down to after a while do you have a favorite overwatch halloween skin the zenyatta cultist skin is pretty good that one is unreal yeah i was i think i got that one that was like a year or two ago right i think so that was one of the first ones they did. And yeah, it's so good. I was a big fan of the pumpkin reaper. I like that. The the dragon um Symmetra. Symmetra? It was that's really a, that's cool. another really good one. Yeah. yeah. The summoner. Witch Mercy is pretty good. Witch Mercy's great. Yeah, the cultist the cultist uh Zenyatas. That one's hard to beat. Like the Cthulhu ass looking design. Do you have a favorite one? I don't play Symmetra enough for the dragon one to be my favorite. I do really like it, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure that that's like top top of mind for me. Sure. I'm just now seeing all the new ones. Man, the werewolf Winston is cool. <laughs> I love it. That's really great. When you look at the character model mm-hmm. and you spin it around, the tail will like maintain its velocity and like wag a little bit. It's pretty cute. It's pretty Dang cute it. Winston costume. I gotta get up in there. I'm already late. Hey, you already missed the Sombra Phantasma costume, man. You're shit out of luck on that one. The So the, the costume itself, I don't know is my favorite, but I use it a lot, which is Zarya's like 80s costume. That's a good one. Is that a Halloween one? Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. 80s. She, yeah, she's like dressed up. I think maybe that one. I use that one definitely the most. That one's pretty good. Yeah. That's a pretty cool costume. Yeah. Okay, cool. Is that all you're playing? That's it. Yeah. I'm playing a few things this week. Okay. I am like, I'm pretty sure inches from beating Iconfell. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm at the final mm. boss. The wizards? Uh, the dark wizard? The, uh, no, it's actually, uh, uh, the, well, I guess I shouldn't spoil it, but. Dragon? She's a, she's a good wizard, but she's taking the wrong path. Oh, no. Chase. Yeah. You don't say. So, yeah, it's, I think I'm like almost 20 hours into it, which is surprising that I, that the, this game is as long as it is. Mm-hmm. It's like an indie game, right? Like, it's not, I don't know. I don't expect indie games to be that lengthy, but it's been really, really fun so far. There's little twists in it that like have made the gameplay more exciting rather than just like go here, go here, go here. There's like a couple of things where it's like, hey, if you want to backtrack and find some shit, you can go find some other cool stuff or there's like optional missions essentially that you can go on. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's still very phenomenal. I, I really, really like the game. I have all the characters unlocked at this point. Nice. All their spells are all really different and interesting and they all play very differently. So yeah, it's, it's fucking good. I can feel it's really good. Can't recommend it enough. Sweet. Yeah. I am also playing, I started it. I did the fool's errand. I started playing Resident Evil 7. Ooh. Yeah. Boy. How's that going? Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I started playing it and like the first probably hour is very spooky. Pretty much right up until the point where uh, you end up at like the dinner table with like the family Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you kind of escape and you know the game kind of opens up. Everything up till that point is very very spooky where you're like you know trying to find your girlfriend and then you pop in like that VHS tape and it cuts to the like team of ghost hunters or whatever that get just so fucked up. Royally fucked. Mm -hmm. That's all pretty good. Then I paused for a couple of days and then picked it back up and was immediately like not as terrified because it was like the tension hadn't really been building Mm -hmm. Um, and I was like all right well I guess I'm gonna go try this and was more just kind of frustrated with the game rather than like scared really okay I think it builds tension really well but if you split that up it becomes just a little bit frustrating yeah I guess that's that's the only word that I can think of for it but it's a lot of stuff that's very like you you have to do this in a specific order and the only way to really figure that out is to just like die 
right? Mm. I don't know if you played the boss with like the dad. No. See, you essentially like go into a garage and fight him. There's like a car in the garage. Mm -hmm. As far as I can tell, what you have to do is shoot him until he's like staggered a little bit, then get in the car and hit him. But if you didn't shoot him good enough, he like pulls you out of the car and hits you with it instead. And like, I mean, it's a, it's like very difficult to not die there. It's like an instant kill. It's not an instant kill, but it's like he he's the his ability to turn within a garage is uncanny. Like he's just like <laughs> turning on a on, on a dime. <laughs> Um, to hit you and so it's very uh, difficult to get out of the way he was actually a nascar driver once upon a time exactly yeah expert no, he's turner like, he's drifting in his own garage i'm only going to include just that one part though. so yeah it's like there was that and then there's this section almost right after that where you go and find or not right after it's like maybe 20 minutes but it's shortly thereafter you go and find a VHS from uh, your girlfriend that you're looking for or wife. I'm not sure. But uh, you have to play as her for a little bit and you're running from like the mom zombie. And the stuff you have to do to Mommy. get away from her is just very specific of like she's chasing after you and you have to duck behind a specific crate and wait for about a minute for her to go by mm-hmm. and then run outside and you have to go to the right and hide because if you go to the left she'll come and find you and you have to start that whole section over again and so mm. like it's not kind of the dynamic terror that are that's in a lot of other resident evil games where it's like i know the tools that i have which are these guns and you know i can kind of run away and i know the, the layout of this place fairly well and so when they throw zombies at you that hit you real good it's like well fuck the the things mm-hmm. that i am using are not very effective against these bad guys that's frustrating yeah and in this one it's more of like well, you just need to learn that you have to go this way. Mm. That may not be the case for the rest of the game. I haven't played it in a little while, so I can't quite remember how it turns out. But mm-hmm. yeah, initially it's just sort of like I didn't I, I don't exactly know what to do in these situations. It's not made immediately clear. But I'm gonna keep going with it and see see how it turns out. Cause I do want to play that next Resident Evil Village game. I'm excited for that one. It looks more, like you said, dynamic. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more return to form. And like not, again, that's not to say like I love that this game is scary. Like, it Mm -hmm. it is very, very terrifying in a lot of ways. And, like, that's great that Resident Evil knows how to do that after making, like, essentially action games in Resident Evil 5 and 6. Mm-hmm. which is again fine not necessarily what i go to for this series but yeah. um, I'm, I'm glad that they still know how to make a scary game yeah they sure do yeah they sure do and then the last thing i'm playing i'm uh, back in it david playing world of warcraft again i'm lost shadowlands <laughs> is that the new one uh yes maybe i'm not in the expansion quite yet what brought you what what keeps you coming back because <laughs> this has been a love affair like what 13 14 years strong now i mean yeah wow's been out for like 15 years at this point half your life pretty much yeah (laughs) like i'll dip my toes in pretty regularly for like maybe a month or two that's usually my limit with wow is i'll get bored after maybe a month or so Mm -hmm. but what brought me back in at this point and i can tell that we've been doing this pod for a while because i've talked about this specifically before is returning to wow yeah but what brought me back this time is that they changed up the leveling system quite a bit Mm. the level cap before this like patch that they just put out of i think was 120 Mm -hmm. and they just squished it down so that the level cap is now it's going to be 60 but right now it's 50 Mm. you can level people to essentially what would be now like max level very quickly whereas before it would take you know a long 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 time like when i when i did the last expansion i usually will pick up just like one extra character and see how far i can get in the leveling process um and i was nowhere near getting to the level cap with my other character that i was playing but uh i've picked up uh like warlock and i've leveled for i don't know maybe six hours or something like that seven hours and i think i'm level 30 
So only 20 levels from like the level cap, um, which is again for context a lot faster than it usually is Mm -hmm. which for me is enjoyable like you can kind of go to whatever zone you want to and just kind of fuck around and do quests and shit like that Um, because they've taken what would be you know uh, four or five other expansions and allowed you to level in any of those places cool um, rather than having to go through this one then this one then this one then this one um, in a real specific order because of the level of the zones but now it's like ah fuck it they're all level 20 or 30 or whatever so it's it's an interesting experiment to me in like how this game can sort of like make it work longer term i guess Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and how to deal with content that's 12 13 years old at this point does it look old still they ever do a graphic upgrade so they they just did some stuff in this one that makes it look a little bit better specifically around like your character like Mm -hmm. character creation is a lot more robust now but not not great i will say like Mm -hmm. the, the older zones still are like yeah that's that looks like a 2005 game yeah anyway this is gonna bring me to my podtomistic thing Mm mm-hmm and I will say with a caveat, I may have brought this exact, exact pod domestic thing the last time I brought up WoW. It's okay. So let's set a precedent that maybe repeats are okay. I'm going to try not to, but maybe repeats are okay. Okay. It is the game design behind a game that has been out and alive and released for 15 years. It's pretty amazing. It's so interesting to me. How like how do you make that work? So so WoW, I think, yeah, it came out in 2005. I'm pretty sure. Maybe 2004, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And so Vanilla was out for a little while, and then they did Burning Crusade shortly thereafter. And like that arc makes sense, right? Like MMOs had done like a vanilla game to expansions pretty frequently, and that's that was a that was a a trodden path for a little while. But a lot of the MMOs eventually would release like 2.0 essentially. Mm-hmm. Like Guild Wars would put out like Guild Wars 2 or something like that. I think EverQuest tried to do another one. I don't remember if they did. Yeah, I don't remember it being 2. a huge hit. No. It got released the same time as WoW and WoW just overtook it, just destroyed it. Right. Which makes sense. I, I think it back in the day it was kind of a leap forward from EverQuest. Mm-hmm. It was it was pretty good and pretty robust. But, you know, year after year, expansion after expansion, like how do you keep that interesting? for the people who have been with you since the start and are huge fans of it and also somebody who is just getting into the game like that balance is so hard to strike Mm -hmm. especially when there's so much context and leftover content yeah Um, like what like what are we supposed to do with all this shit because in game the it doesn't make any sense for all that to just go away Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You don't want the people who bought those expansions to be like, well, I wasted my money by buying this stuff or now it's like null and void or something. Yeah. And so just like how to approach that is such a fascinating problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I find it kind of like bold that they're just saying, fuck it. Everything is fair game right now. We're reducing the level caps. We're squishing all of the numbers of like item levels, your spell damage, your health pool, all of it's going down. And we're kind of just leveling this out. So mm-hmm. that we can put out another expansion that is significant. Yeah. I don't know how long that will remain feeling significant. Like if they do that every patch, it's like, well, I'm kind of just running on this treadmill and like the lore of Warcraft is sort of running out. So like, and mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm sure some people would argue that it's already run out, but like, how do you, how do you keep that story going and continuing to make it interesting? exactly yeah so it's it's i think just it's it's a fascinating case study and like what is a game that is 15 years old look like that's not a sport right sure yeah with a continuing story yeah it's kind of like comic books back in the day they're gonna have to start doing some crazy stuff to keep it interesting at least story-wise right yeah and like other games just sort of put out another one or do a reboot or something but 
there are places in WoW that have been the same forever, right? Like it's mm-hmm. it's just so wild to me. So it's it's an interesting take on how to do this game. And like obviously, you know, the expansions you still have to pay for every year. So it's kind of like they're adding another game onto it, but the the world remains consistent a lot of the time unless they mm-hmm. decide to do something significant. So still Azeroth. Still Azeroth. Still there. Maybe a little tweaks, maybe things a little different, but it's still Azeroth. Yeah. Anyway, so I, th- I just thought it, it, it's an, in, an interesting thing to look at when I'm playing it. Cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting to examine that. Yeah, definitely. Do you mm-hmm. have something that's fueling your sense of optimism, David? Yes, I do. What you got? It is a pro gamer tip. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah, pro gamer tip. You're going to call in Nintendo, Nintendo Power, and see what kind of tips you need? Yeah, we're just calling the homies. Okay, sure. Who gave you the pro, pro gamer tip? Uh, it was Sam Cohey. Whoa. Sam Cohey. The yeah. Cohey the Cohey tip. The Cohey tip. <laughs> the tippy. The tippy. The, t- the tippy. Sam Tippy. So I'm he sorry, was Sam. <laughs> sorry, Sam. But shout out Sam Cohey. Sam yeah, true. He's he's working through our back catalog right now. Mm. And he listened to our episode where I talked about playing Dirt Rally two Yes. <laughs> and how it just kicked my ass. As a, yes. as a racing game. Like, sure. I've never played a racing game that's quite that difficult. Mm-hmm. And he said he's listening to it, and he, like, went back and played it again, because he loves that game, apparently. Okay. And he's like, he, like, loves punching, punishing himself with it. And <laughs> it's then like the he, Dark Souls of racing games. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, right? <laughs> then he comes back, and he sends me this long text message about, like, all these tips and, like, what different things mean that the your navigator guy is saying yeah. to you and stuff like that. I'm like, the pro strat. That's the pro. That's the pro info. That's the pro tip. Pro strats. Yeah. Sam Cohey make me actually think about re-downloading that game, and giving it another shot. Hell. So hell yeah. Thank you, Sam Cohey. Um, Shouts out. Yeah, and also reminded me of other times when I would talk to uh, another friend. Shout out of the week, Hale. Hale. Hale Hildy. Hale's got some some pro tips every now and then. He's got some pro gamer tips. Yeah, I'm thinking about two games in particular, Skyrim and then Borderlands 2. (laughs) Yes, yeah. The man breaks these games. He absolutely just finds the loopholes and just exploits the ever-living crap out of them yeah. until they are just on the ground dead. <laughs> Begging like for mercy. like pretty much breaking the game. <laughs> At least as close as you can get to breaking the game without actually doing it. Please stop making alchemic blades. I can't handle any more damage. I had, I had a, a, a picture on my phone for a long time, but it was of an armor, a piece of armor that Hale had, had enchanted. <laughs> And it had like yeah. forty thousand like armor rating or some something crazy. Like it literally was starting to come mm. off of the box that contained the number. Yeah, because he just he found a way to just exploit it. And I'm like, this is amazing. It was so good. I like I'll probably never use those tips because they're just so crazy. But it's good to know that they exist. It's a real treat. He, I think he explained to me at some point that he had like enough regen on one of his armors that whenever he would take damage, it would immediately pop back up. Like his health would immediately mm-hmm. recover because the the regen was so high that like even one tick of regen was enough to get his health back to full. Just a, it's an obscene, an obscene amount of. Uh, he beat. He won Skyrim. He won Skyrim. I'm pretty he sure. He is the the dragonborn that stands above all others. I'm trying to think of some other pro tips. I think the one that stands out in my mind is I think I was having a trouble uh, trouble being beating Psychomantis mm. in Metal Gear Solid One, mm-hmm. 
and didn't know to connect my controller to the other port. Yeah. I was just getting my ass kicked for days on end. And then some dude who I don't think plays video games very often was like, hey, I heard this from like my brother that if you just do this, I was like, that's nonsense. And then went home and it fucking worked. Shocking. Pro gamer tip. Pro gamer tips were on another level of value when the internet was not quite as prevalent. Because mm-hmm. you can just go look up some pro gamer tips now. But you sure can. Not back then. Yeah. <laughs> not back then. You back to my day, pro gamer tip meant something. <laughs> I'm trying to not sound like an old head as hard as I can, but, but, but also I'm turning 30 now and it did mean something, it did mean something back in the day. Now these kids just have the internet and they make Masahiro Sakurai cry because they leak all of his beautiful cutscenes. You're going to make Steve be put in Smash Brothers, dang it. It gives you so much. Just let the man live. It gives you so much, everybody. Let Sakurai die in peace. He's not going to die. He's just going to disappear one day. He will ascend. He'll just be, yeah. <laughs> the, the final Smash Direct is him introducing the final character who is Sakurai into Smash Brothers. <laughs> and then when it cuts back, he's gone. <laughs> and it was Hideo <laughs> Kojima the whole time. <laughs> he takes off his glasses and it's just an instantly Hideo. Punish Sakurai. <laughs> There's the joke. On. Let's, There's let's the joke. move on. Let's get out of here. Okay, well, of course it is still spooky month. It is. Uh, so we've got another good game segment about a spooky game. We do, but first, but first. Okay. I have a secret segment. We've got a secret segment coming in hot. So the secret segment is... What's up? Chase is an old man. Yeah, that's a true fact. And to celebrate that, uh. I have combed the internet mm. for video game trivia and knowledge from the year 1990 oh lord i'm not gonna be good at this i wasn't video gamey back then kind of a lot of stuff happened that year well there's a yeah, lot that of makes video sense. game stuff going on in 1990 it was hot the industry was on fire it, literally on fire <laughs> people were dying okay all right uh so we've got a quiz we've got <laughs> we a quiz do, that i can take quiz. i'd be surprised if you get maybe like a single one three of these <laughs> They're, they're pretty they're pretty esoteric do we have a stinger for this one um trace is an old man <laughs> that's, that's the best i got that's a new stanger new stanger <laughs> great so okay a uh, little little quiz a surprise segment a surprise quiz um you could probably put in like the who wants to be a millionaire background music first question yes in 1990 in japan yes a seminal video game system was released. Okay. What was its name in Japan? The Super Famicom? You got it. Fuck yes. Good job. Y'all doubted me. Y'all fucking doubted me. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was beautiful. I got one point. You got baby. one point, baby. Um, Let's go. Okay, next question. So this yes. one is a two-parter. Okay. Okay. So first part is what well-known video game cheat system was released in 1990 okay that's the question <laughs> okay all right i'm for sure you've used this it's one of two and i don't want to guess wrong you can whisper the you can whisper your answer if it's wrong uh-huh. i will discard the whisper and you can say the real answer okay is it game shark say the real answer is it Game Genie? It is Game Genie. Fuck yes. There you I go. Had one of those. Yeah, the had game, a game, Genie. game Genie was the shit. Yeah. And second part of the question: 
What was the yeah. first system that it was released on? Oh, Super Nintendo? No, the answer we were looking for was actually Fuck. the Nintendo Entertainment System. Damn it. The NES, not the SNES. What a wild concept to have like a piece of hardware that you like hot swap onto a system so that you can cheat good. Right. <laughs> what, a, what a different time than nowadays. Now cheat codes don't exist. Yeah. You just have aim assist instead. Only 90 kid will remember. Speaking of the Super Nintendo yeah. Entertainment System. Okay. How many days after your birthday was mm. the SNES released in Japan? Okay. <laughs> Are you communing <laughs> with the Avatar spirits right now? I'm I'm trying to astral project. <laughs> Wait, I'll, I'll give I'll give to you to Shigeru Miyamoto. I'll give you a multiple choice. I'll give okay. you a multiple choice for this one. Okay. A thirty one. Okay. B thirty. Okay. C, 25. Okay. Or D, 27. <laughs> we're going to go th- 25, David. 25 is not the answer we were looking for. It's actually 30. You were born within one month of the release of the Super Nintendo name system. This may be why the Super Nintendo vibes with me so hard. I think it was your spirit console. <laughs> It's your spirit console, right? It was released yeah. November twenty first. People ask my sign sometimes. It's not. It's not Libra. It's Super <laughs> Nintendo. <laughs> What's your sign? Super Nintendo. SNES. Hell yeah. Super Famicom. I would, I would honestly accept that answer just as readily as any other astrological answer. <laughs> Means about as and much. whatever you would say afterwards would also I would accept just as much as any other astrological thing. Like I'm a SNES, so that just means I'm fun and family friendly. And just a nice, cool guy. But I can also be a stubborn asshole or something like that. I don't know. But if you blow on me, I'll, I'll become even a work or something like that. Questionable phrasing, but I'll take Questionable it. Questionable phrasing, but I'll take it. Good. Okay. What two Mario games were released in 1990? And I'm going to say Mario games as in like mainline Mario games. Okay. <laughs> Bonus points if you get the... the correct systems for each one okay let me start with so super mario world is that your final answer that's one of them i think yes correct okay because the snes shipped and i'm pretty sure that was a launch title is that going to be your second part to the to that final answer to the second question i need no there's another game and i don't know what it is so super mario world was one okay so my dilemma here is it a is it a game boy game or is it a nes game i'm not sure i'm gonna say oh god Was it Super Mario 3 for the NES, or was it like, I don't know, some other fucking Super Mario for the Game Boy? My advice would be, follow your heart. Okay, it was Super Mario 3. You got it, baby. Yes. Let's go. And you're saying, and you, you named the console for each one, correct? NES and SNES, baby. You got it. That's a total of four points for you right there. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know what it's out of. Because sure. I'm just making this shit up as I go. Uh-huh. But it's going to be out of Chase Albi at the end, sure. I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, here's a hard one, you bastard. Okay. Right. Okay, get ready. Yeah. The mascot of the TurboGrafx-16 goes oh. by what name? This game was released December 15th of 1990 in North America. Oh, God. This is a multiple choice. Okay. A, bang. B, 
bonk. Okay. C, boing. Okay. D, bump. Is it bonk? It is bonk. Fuck yes. It's bonk, baby. You got it. Is it the caveman? And wait, hold on. Before you before you search something, okay. what's the name of the game that was released that year? His seminal game. I think it was Bonk's Revenge, wasn't it? It was Bonk's Adventure. Fuck! Bonk's Revenge was probably the second game. He has nothing to revenge yet, Chase. Please. Sure, yeah. Bonk's, Bonk's Adventure. Sure. Bonk's Adventure for the two. How did you know that? I don't know. <laughs> Just reached no it to your idea. butt. Yeah. That was good. That was a good one. I was, right. I was surprised. I didn't think you were going to get that one wrong. Anyways. Yeah, okay. Here we go. What medical-themed video game was released in 1990 featuring a beloved mascot? Featuring a beloved mascot? Oh, it's Dr. Mario. It's Dr. Mario. Yeah, Let's fucking it. go. I don't it. know you're, why you're I was like... This. You're killing this quiz, baby. That was like Trauma Center? Did they have an early <laughs> game then? I don't know what the fuck is going on. Ooh, this will be a good one for you. Okay. Which number Mega Man game was released in 1990? Oh, Lord. Four? Is that your final answer? Yeah. It's three, actually. Fuck! Three. <laughs> so that's a negative. So it's six. I, I yeah. take away points. I'm like the AP test. I take oh, away fuck. points. Oh, fuck. If answers. I don't answer, is that going to be fine? Too? You have to answer. So, oh, dang. So I get uh, negative points if I get the wrong answer, but I have no option of... You, ha- uh, you have to answer. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay. But you can get multiple positive points for yeah. questions but you can't yeah. get multiple negative points i just i just cut it off right there. sure yeah anyways i'm benevolent yeah. chase please. thank you i, I make the rules the uh, quiz god thank you oh here's a good one okay what two game boy rivals were released in japan in 1990 the game gear that's one yeah is one of them that's point what the fuck other handhelds were there this is the deep cut yeah it's like a Neo Geo or something? No. What it is was it? the Turbo Express. What the fuck so is I'm guessing, that? I'm guessing the Turbo Graphics had a handheld released by NEC. Sure enough. Look at that little guy. I didn't even look at a picture of it. I was just reading Wikipedia. It looks like a very big Game Boy. Very black, big Game Boy. Mm. Doesn't look half bad. I'd like Turbo Express. That's good. I had a Game Gear, which is why I knew that. You had a Game Gear. I had a Game Gear. Damn, bro. Did you play it, Sonic uh, on it? I did. It was fucking gigantic. The Game Gear it was for like very... 20 minutes or something? So fast. It took like four uh, AA batteries or something and lasted, yeah, about a half an hour. Like they would just burn through those things. Yeah, so not great. I wonder how much of our Earth's pollution and like the poisoning of our of our soil was caused because of used Game Gear batteries. Yeah, probably a lot, if I had to guess. Probably a lot. Ready for the next question? Um, Yeah. Oh, hold on. By the way, six AA batteries. Six. Oh, my God. you would get half a pack. (laughs) They say in the the Wikipedia article, you would get three to five hours, which does not feel like enough for six fucking batteries. That's just totally unsustainable. That's ridiculous. You can't do that ever get released? I have no idea. It's absurd. Uh, Okay. Here's the next one. Yep. What critically acclaimed LucasArts point-and-click adventure was released in 1990? Oh, fuck. There's so many of them. You can ask for one hint. Of course I want the hint. Do I have to ask a specific question? You have to ask me a question about the game and I will answer. 
Okay. I was going to ask you the theme of the video game, but that would <laughs> any of them would give it away. Be nice with your questions. Yeah, I'm trying I to I will think refuse of... to answer a question if it's too, will be too revelatory, and then you don't get any questions, Chase. Is the, is the game set in the past, present, or future? I think it would be the past, but it doesn't really set itself in time. Questionable. Let's say Monkey Island. Can I get the full name of the game? Uh, 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 um... <laughs> The secret of Monkey Island? You got it. Let's fucking go. Let's go, baby. You're doing great. You have seven points. Can't can't stump Out this. Of how many questions we've done? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine questions. That's pretty good. I'll get into uh, video game college with that. That grade. <laughs> exactly. All right. Here's the next question. Okay. What home console did John Madden's football make its debut on in 1990? Oh. I know that there were a lot of Madden games on SNES, but I don't know if it was the debut. Mm, right? I'm going to throw a curveball and say the Genesis. Wow, you fucking nailed it. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Curveball right down center plate. The SNES felt too obvious. Caught looking. Man, you killed it. That was, I thought I was going to get you with that one. That was pretty oh. good baby if we hadn't just talked about altered beast coming out in 1989 i don't think i would have got that right there you go there you go there you go it all it's all adding up all right here's the next question okay okay what metal gear video game was released in 1990 two metal gear two can you give me the name of the full name of the game <sighs> Fuck. i don't know if i can metal gear two Hideo's Pride. No. Ooh. Metal Gear 2, Snake Goes to College. <laughs> Snake Goes to Washington. Mr. <laughs> Snake Goes to Washington. The, what the fuck is the name of the second one? Um, Shadow Moses? I don't fucking know. I'll give you the point if you can tell me who the game director was. Was it not fucking Hideo? I don't know. Was it? Let's, let's just say it's Hideo Kojima. It's not Hideo Kojima. Who the fuck was it? I don't know, but it wasn't Hideo. <laughs> <laughs> and the name of the game was Snake's Revenge. Oh my god, I should have gotten that. I'll give you a quarter of a point for that one. So you're eight and a quarter points. Painful. Snake's Revenge is so fucking <laughs> obvious. Even if I didn't know that, I could have just said Snake's <laughs> You said Bonk's revenge. revenge earlier, so you were already thinking about I it. I know, fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> I told you. No, that's the second game, Chase. Leaving leaving points on the table. Come on. I'm like yeah. George R. R. Martin. I'm foreshadowing all these answers, baby. It's all in the text. It's yeah. all in the text. Well, now I trust you as a writer, so. Okay, two more questions. Okay. These ones are going to be tough. What video game competition had its inaugural year in 1990? It still goes to this day. It still goes to this day. So Nintendo had some sort of game thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called. It's not the, like, Nintendo Olympics. That's not a thing. <laughs> Fuck. It's in there. This factoid is in there. <laughs> I can hear you furiously clicking through your mental data files trying to find yeah. this. Like, where Just is it? Double-clicking every, every folder I can find. <laughs> it's not, like, The Wizard or something like that. Like, the fucking movie. No, it's not. I don't know. The fucking Power Glove. <laughs> the Power Glove Championship. The Nintendo World Championships. Oh, fuck, I just sort of, I should have thrown something in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think they like just started doing that again recently. 
Like it I was off so. for a couple of years. Yeah, something like that. But yeah. they say it's been going. All right. Okay. Last question. Yeah. In 1990, mm-hmm. the magazine Video Games and Computer Entertainment yeah. released their list of the best video games of that year. They differentiate between computer games and home console games. Okay. If you can name, let's say, two of the games that were listed in any of those categories that they have okay. as best of the year, okay, you win the whole, you win everything. Oh, fuck. You just win. You win. Being a birthday, you win birthday. This is pretty tough. Is Super Mario World on there anywhere? I feel like it has to be. It was released at the end of that year. Just letting me tell. Let me tell you. So they're not judging that. It was released in like it was released November twenty first. And this list was released that year. So they're not judging. That's what you're telling. That's that's my one hint for you. There is another game we talked about earlier that is on this list, though. Obviously, Bonk's Adventure is the the best game of the year. Is that your final answer for one of them? (laughs) Fuck it, yeah. (laughs) You got it, Bonk's Adventure. Best adventure, best action game for video (laughs) game section. Bonk's Adventure. Uh, you got one. I can't one. believe that. You got it. God, I have no idea what else came out that year. I don't think I've heard of any of these other games. Actually, I've heard maybe... I've heard of two of them. We throw out Super... Or, uh, 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 Mario Brothers 3. Mario 3. No, it's not on there. What? It's not on there. That is shocking. Ones that I've heard of that you could have guessed. Fantasy Star 2. Okay. Prince of Persia. Okay. Yeast 1 and 2. Oh, of course. I think those are all the ones that I know of. Should have just guessed yeast. I should have gone with my heart. Did you? Did you really have yeast in there? No, of course not. I was about to say. I'd be very impressed. I can't believe Bonks was on there. <laughs> Bonks Adventure, baby, best action game, 1990. So I didn't get that one. So I did not win the whole thing. You didn't win the whole thing, but you still got seven and a quarter points, which is pretty okay. good. Yeah, I'm pretty respectable. By seven and a quarter points. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So well uh, done, and happy birthday. Thank you. We'll get them next year. We'll get we'll get them next year. It's going to be the same questions next year. Yeah, I guess just start iterating over every year. Yeah. We'll do 91 next time. We'll get it. We'll get it. So, uh, first of all, thank you for putting together such a competent quiz. You're welcome. I'm, what a quiz. I'm honestly so impressed with how well you did. I wouldn't yeah. have gotten any of that <laughs> for sure. So, I know you gave me your video gamer card a couple of, like last episode maybe two episodes yeah, ago it was, it was like last that. episode uh-huh. uh, consider it officially bequeathed back unto you <sighs> reinstated long last so that you may enjoy your 30s a card carrying gamer, gamer. <laughs> <laughs> i'm a 30 year old gamer um excuse me i'm actually a card carrying gamer i have my gamer membership pass here bunks adventure was the best action game of 1990 <laughs> I'll have you know. I'll have you know. Uh, so yeah, back to our regularly scheduled programming, huh? We're back. The secret segment is over. Probably never to be repeated again unless there's another birthday. No, I, I, I like the idea of secret segments. Segments that we don't know are coming and then they happen. Just a little surprise. Yeah, I. Oh, that's kind of a powerful idea. You like that one? Yeah. You into it? Okay. I feel like like it, it really does remind me of the, the character screen in Smash Brothers when you unlock someone new and it has like a little silhouette of the person. Yeah, and you have to fight them all mm-hmm. of a sudden. 
Mm. And if you lose, you have to do the whole thing over again. Yeah, I'm going to have to run through this podcast again to unlock whatever the prize was for that quiz. <laughs> you still get a prize in the mail for me, baby. Don't worry. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I hope it's some lewd photos and some bath water from you. Uh, not only. That's just the uh, that's the uh, the appetizer, my friend. Okay. It's good games, actually. We're going to do that segment. We're back. It's the segment where we talk about the okayest games of yesteryear, gush about all the things that we love about them, and reimagine what they might look like today. Uh, Because it is spooky month, we decided to do another spooky game. This week, we've got a very interesting one. I had a very good time thinking and uh, researching about this one. Mm -hmm. It's The House of the Dead. One and two. That's a pretty good impersonation. Thank you. Uh, we're going to do one and two because by and large, they are very similar. Games. Same game, same game, <laughs> same game, same, same. Mm-hmm. So uh, before we get too deep into it, let me hit you with some hot stats, hot stats. This game was developed by uh, Sega AM1. <laughs> it was a subdivision of Sega. I think they just like kind of designated teams every now and then. Uh-huh. House of the Dead 2 came out in 1998. Uh, in arcades, and then uh, came out for Dreamcast September 9th of 1999. Ninety nine. I think the I think one came out a year or two years prior. I didn't check the date on that one. Okay, but uh, yeah, so they put it out then. Uh, let's see, Sega AM One developed a bunch of games. Um, they're another one of these game companies that we've talked about before, where they put out a handful of console releases and also a bunch of arcade games. Okay, so they're just kind of getting like the. The real boo-boo projects, I guess I should say. I guess so. I, I, I sort of find it fascinating when game companies split the difference. It, it I think it's just a bunch of people who were probably in the industry for a long time. Like it, that's that's usually what it says to me just because arcade games were kind of the, the place to be in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, that's true. And then there was sort of that transition over to consoles. And so it, it, it's an interesting like concept when people do both or companies do both. Mm-hmm. Some of the... Uh, arcade games they made were Cool Riders, which was a motorcycle game where there was like a physical motorcycle that you kind of turned and uh, did shit that with. Pretty good, very cool. Yeah. Wing War, which was like a piloting first-person game that had like piloting stick. Yeah, which was cool. Obviously, the House of the Dead. They also had this game that I found called Emergency Call Ambulance, which was a uh, steering wheel game. Like it had a, an actual wheel, and you had to like race to pick up patience so it's like crazy taxi but it's, it's very similar to crazy taxi yeah and depending on how crazy right. you would drive it would influence like the health you had like a uh, a heart rate monitor on the right side of your screen to really? see if the, if the person was doing okay in the back that's funny so they did those and then they also did some of the console games they made were uh dynamite cop i don't know if you ever played that one <laughs> dynamite cop is it a cop made out of dynamite or is it just like a really cool it's cop? a really cool cop that was a that was okay. a dreamcast release cool they also put out the uh, the Die Hard game. Do you remember this? This was both an arcade wow. and a console release. Oh, I do remember the the arcade one. I didn't know yeah. it got released on consoles. I think it was. I think it came out on Dreamcast or maybe PlayStation. I'm not sure which, but yeah, it was the sort of top down like brawler almost, um, where you would mm. walk in and like just have to beat the shit out of some people. Yeah, just like I'm Bruce Willis. Yeah, get ready. Pretty fun game from what I remember. I also like Dynamite Cop, which was like essentially the same thing. Mm-hmm. That was a top down uh, brawler. I'm pretty sure that was like a Steve's Pizza arcade game for a while. Steve's Pizza, love it. Did you play it at Steve's Pizza? Not when I worked there, but when I was a child, I uh, was a big fan of the, the Steve's Pizza arcade lineup. You know who was also a big fan of Steve's Pizza? Was a Cougars. Cougars were a big fan of Steve's Pizza. Well, I've, that may have been the demographic of Folsom, California. <laughs> 
rather than uh, five points Arden. Chase had a Yelp review about him. I did. That was that was an interesting time in my life when I was delivering pizzas and uh, cougars were leaving salacious Yelp reviews. <laughs> anyway, so they also put out uh, Sega Bass Fishing, which is a fishing game for Dreamcast. Big fan. Sega Bass Fishing. Okay. So yeah, uh, they put out some of those. Um, I also have a review from our friends over at Jeu Video. Uh-huh. Huh. Sorry. No, it's it's the it's the accordion. <laughs> the accordion would work better, yeah. So normally Joe Video, pretty harsh on games, but they were big, big fans of House of the Dead too. I'm starting to question their taste in games it's after very odd. The 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 games that they review poorly or or not very well is it's very inconsistent. I'm never really sure. Uh-huh. So I've run their review through Google Translate a bunch of times, through a bunch of different Mm -hmm. languages, and mangled it beyond Mm -hmm. recognition. So we'll see what they had to say after I have destroyed this review. All right. Um, They said, maybe, good! Exclamation point. The game is more terrifying than ever. I think the action is almost over, and we should bring some weapons to keep the pace of the game the same. Ellipsis. Yes! Twice! He plays an important role in the game and knocks the brush whenever there are too many enemies on the screen. The shortcoming of the story. Plus, a great game. 80 out of 100. (laughs) The shortcoming of the story, plus a great game. Also, what brush is he knocking? I don't know. You gotta play the game to find out, I guess. Joe Video. What a place. What a place. (laughs) David, could you explain to me what The House of the Dead was? The House of the Dead is a classic arcade game it's a light gun game and it's a rail shooter and the theme is monsters and zombies and dead things coming back to life and you must shoot them well with your gun to get through to the bot the final boss and kill him yep you don't move you just kind of duck and cover do you duck and cover in this one or is it just shooting off screen to reload uh yeah just shooting off screen to reload yeah, so it's pretty much just a barrage of enemies, and you just point and shoot as quick as you can to yep. kill them all. Yep. Pretty straightforward. Do we do we need to explain what a, a light gun game is at all? I feel like most people are going to know what that is, right? That's true. It's essentially just like a peripheral. Peripheral, you point at a screen, and you click a, a button. It's a peripheral shaped like a gun. It's a gun, you yeah. point it at the screen, and you shoot, and then it registers where you shoot on the screen. And yeah. It does something in the game. I tried to do some research about what like the first light gun game was. Mm-hmm. It led me to some wild articles about like the first light gun game was actually in 1903. And so I was like, I what? I don't know if I have the patience to read about all this right now. 19. I'm, I'm afraid to ask what the theme of the game was if it was released in 1903. <laughs> yeah, fair fair <laughs> question. <laughs> um, not, not the greatest oh, content no. back then. God. <laughs> But yeah, so I feel like light gun games, I didn't see a ton of them kind of until around this time. They weren't super prolific until at least when I was noticing them until kind of the late 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, The ones that come to mind for me, at least are this game, Time Crisis, Time Crisis, and uh, like Virtua Cop, I think are another one, or Police Trainer. Virtua Cop, yeah, Police Trainer. And there's all all sorts of other just you know licensed games like jurassic park or i think aliens like aliens had a big one there was like that terminator like gun game where it was like affixed to the actual arcade cabinet it was like a Uh big gun that you had yep i had that one on the the sega genesis yeah wasn't there like an aerosmith light gun game there was yeah like a rock and roll one and you shot like cds (laughs) yeah exactly revolution x was that game (laughs) 
Was it Aerosmith? In the game, players battle the oppressive New Order Nation regime and their leader, Helga, have abducted Aerosmith. Helga Games. So I think you're rescuing Aerosmith, if I am interpreting this correctly. Which is kind of a fucking cool idea for a game, to be fair. It's not bad. Anyway, so there was uh, definitely a history of light gun games coming out, and I think you could probably consider this maybe the second or third wave of those kind of games as far as, like, arcades were concerned. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of them before were kind of, like, boilerplate as far as the peripherals go, but I think this game and Time Crisis both kind of upped their game on the physical gun that they had. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. especially Time Crisis, because it had the little, like click that would happen whenever you would fire the gun like so good yeah that was quite nice i don't think house of the dead had it but yeah it was they were still definitely upping their game and it definitely it felt more accurate as far Mm -hmm. as like the this game went which was definitely cool uh yeah i mean i think i think that's it as far as like what the actual game was Mm -hmm. do you want to do a little gushing about house of the dead yeah what made this game so cool to you I liked just shooting. Like Felt time passes, you had to like hide and then press the thing and then shoot. Yeah. Whereas this one is just bam, 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 bam. Click off the screen. <laughs> reload, bam, 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 reload, bam, bam, bam. reload. Yeah. Um, so it was just more frenetic. Yeah. Like you definitely did not have to think as much. Mm-hmm. Like when to dodge things, when not to dodge things. It yeah. was just, I'm here. I just got to shoot. It's coming at me. It's very it's very straightforward, but fun in, in, its, in the way that it, presents that right yeah it's just like you're you got nothing to hide behind you just got to shoot them before they get you (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. it yeah i think that the novelty of having like a gun is cool and problematic Mm -hmm. but cool Uh, (laughs) yeah i i feel like i would be remiss in in not bringing up the fact that like it's definitely encouraging like gun use and like normalization Mm -hmm. of like yeah this is a fun game Guns are fun games. Yep. But it is also a fun thing to do in the in the game is shoot zombies, right? Like that's that's pretty fun. Shooting zombies, not people. Yeah, I mean like of of of, of all the the bad things to shoot, right? Like zombies seems like a fairly innocuous one. I guess they're like humanoid, but still it's in time crisis you're shooting other dudes like with yeah. the implication that you are killing those people. Yeah. But uh this one I I I guess those people are already dead. They're already zombies. I'm just lifting them of a curse, truly. <laughs> so, Doing them a favor. Yeah. It, but yeah, you're right. It, it, it was like viscerally fun to play. It was also very fast. Like the game moved very quickly. Yeah. It was definitely one of the quicker light gun games I remember. Mm-hmm. Like just with how it would whip you around corridors. You're like never in one spot for long. Yeah. I wrote down that the the like campiness of the game I thought was really fun. The the soundtrack is essentially like Transylvanian vampire music that's going on behind you, like <laughs> organs and shit like that. Yeah. And like the intro just being like all this very self-serious zombie games and shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's intended to be almost like an evil dead, I feel like, where it's like this is you know, it's it's supposed to be a little scary, but also at the same time, like you're just supposed to mow down these zombies at a certain point. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that they they were obviously like trying to have fun and take themselves seriously, but I kind of got the sense that they weren't like we're trying to tell a very good story. It's like we're just trying to give you an excuse to shoot zombies. Yeah. And you you can tell how much they put into the story by the voice acting, (laughs) right? The voice acting is so wild. (laughs) Not their priority. It's some of the worst I've heard in quite some time (laughs) looking back on it. I didn't remember, remember it as a kid, I think, because... You can't really hear much in an arcade. Yeah, no, you can't hear any of this. And But when you really put on some nice headphones and listen to it, 
on a YouTube video. Man, is it bad. The, Man, in, is it just atrocious. In the cold light of day, the, the voice acting does not sound great. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 real, it's real bad. Oh, I'll put in some, some stuff here so y'all can take a little sampling of the voice actor or acting. Mm, 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 mm. The door of fate shall open. I've been waiting for you, friends. Goldman, do you know what you're doing? I'm fully aware of what I'm doing. Can't you see? Man committed a sin, disturbing the life cycle of nature. The original sin that man is responsible to, to protect the life cycle. I have made a creature to rule over mankind. This is the final battle. Show yourself. Our new ruler, the emperor. It's definitely in the category of so bad it's good sort of voice acting. Mm-hmm. It certainly doesn't detract from it for me, even in hindsight, and maybe especially in hindsight. It's like, yeah, that sounds awful, but I'm enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah, there's like B, there's like B movie action or B movie horror movies, right? Yeah, and then this is one step below that. Yeah, as far as like the the voice acting it, and story goes, it sounds like maybe the person wasn't totally convinced that the thing they were recording on was actually recording. And they weren't maybe sure where to speak into it to get a good sound. <laughs> so they were just kind of shooting from yeah. the hip from whatever it they were trying to do. Also sounded like they were trying to do some sort of accent mm-hmm. for, for one of the characters, but just came off sounding really weird. A little Kermity. A little a little Kermity, like in the throat. Very throat talky. <laughs> kind. Yeah. Something I thought was cool was that originally they had planned to build out like a branching story path in the game, mm-hmm. but that proved to be pretty difficult like to implement, especially on like an arcade game with like the size of the memory being kind of an issue. So essentially what they went with was a little bit different, wherein there are kind of a little bit of branching paths within each level. So essentially if you uh, find somebody who's like in peril or like somebody in trouble, usually if you kill the zombies before they get this other person, they'll run up and either give you like a health supply or like a machine gun for a second or they'll like lead you into an area that skips part of the level or goes to like an easier part of the level Mm -hmm. and so i thought that was pretty interesting to be able to implement like a a branching path story design in an arcade game like you usually don't see that that was cool yeah like it's it's interesting right like there's there's some innovation there and some thought Mm -hmm. that goes into how to build a game as far as you know what you can do and how you can do it because a lot of the times with arcade games i think the mantra was definitely like just collect some money from these people and so it's it's interesting to have some motivation to go back and be like oh that that guy seems like he's playing a different part of this level i didn't get there how do i get there exactly yeah and just gives it some replay value beyond just trying to be it yeah yeah exactly right. it's interesting it also inspired the game the typing of the dead which i fucking love oh i forgot that that's a thing <laughs> yeah another check in their uh column for maybe not taking themselves too seriously put out a game where it's it's essentially the same thing as the the house of the dead but uh, instead of a gun you use a keyboard and words come up on the screen and uh, you type them and it will shoot the zombie. And so it's it's an integration of Mavis Beacon. I was about to say, it's, it's zombie <laughs> Mavis Beacon. It's Mavis Beacon teaches killing zombies. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of a thrill. I like, I remember seeing this and thinking it was like a fake game. Like I was like, there's no mm-hmm. way that that's a real thing. But no, it was. It's real stuff. So it came out in the arcade in Japan in 1999. So I With guess- a- with a, a keyboard? I guess so. In the arcade? <laughs> but no, yeah, you're right. So it came out on the Dreamcast in North America in 2001 to Windows later that year. 
So in Dreamcast, it came out on in January 2001. Windows for uh, in September of 2001. So it took a second. Huh. But yeah, it's just so ridiculous to like put that in there. The main guys in the game are like wearing keyboards or strapped around their shoulders and are walking around really? and shit. It's just so silly. What's the uh, premise? How do they how do they figure that typing kills zombies? I have no idea. Maybe they just shoot bullets out of the end of the keyboard whenever you <laughs> type a word good. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a cabinet in Japan. It had a full ass keyboard on the on the arcade machine. That's awesome. It's just so ridiculous. That's a top peripheral for sure. Yeah, that's that's top top tier shit. I was also sort of fascinated with the impact of this game. Mm. There was this, I think it was a book that Kim Newman wrote called Nightmare Movies. And mm-hmm. she had drawn the conclusion and sort of connected the dots that there was this like zombie revival in the form of video games from Japan in the late 90s. So like this was one of the games uh, and like Resident Evil was another example, uh-huh. which in turn inspired a uh, revival of like indie zombie movies in Japan, which then inspired a bunch of the like early 2000s zombie movies in the states so like uh 28 huh. days later and like dawn of the dead uh like i guess you could even say Shaun of the dead too where like zombies were put center stage again uh mm-hmm. and uh, like george romero himself even said like yeah when i was looking at the revival of zombie movies i feel like i could draw a direct line between the video games coming out of japan in the late 90s and the the movies that were coming out in the states afterwards that's rad it is kind of cool it's interesting to see that like video games had some kind of peripheral influence on the movie making because Mm -hmm. to me it just seemed like natural at the time like yeah of course zombies in the early 2000s of course but that Mm -hmm. wasn't like a foregone conclusion at the time yeah zombies hadn't been popular for a bit in movies yeah not really and so but again like because they had been a thing in games it was like well yeah of course like why wouldn't you make a movie about that but it's it's interesting to draw the comparison that they weren't really a thing in games as far as like being that popular i guess outside of like zombies and my neighbors or something like that but even still Mm -hmm. that was kind Mm -hmm. of a smaller game but like resident evil was huge and this game was very widespread in its uh distribution and influence so i don't know it was interesting Plus, they had them speedy zombies in this one. Them spa- them fast zombies, like, 28 days later. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. David, if they were to put out the House of the Dead remake, fresh new arcade game, what are you uh-huh. hoping for? What are you looking for? <sighs> what am I looking for? I'm looking yeah. for some, some good graphics. Definitely, definitely. I'm looking for, for them to, like, splatter me with, like, some water or something. Oh, wow, yeah, physical integration. I want that 4D <laughs> light rail shooter. Yes. Maybe like a couple different guns to change between. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So it's like you had to like certain zombies are only weak to this gun. You had to like mm-hmm. grab it and like put the other gun down first and grab <laughs> it and have to quickly change between them. It's a good idea. That could be pretty fun. Yeah, it's cool. Better better voice acting or just keep yeah. the voice acting the same. I don't know. What would be better? I was about to say either totally update it or make it exactly the same. I'm not sure which. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just do like high res blocky like polygonal animation with bad voice acting. Yeah. Everything um, else looks incredible, but the the characters look terrible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's what I really want to see. Keep it fast. Keep it fast paced. Yeah. Give the levels more more depth, just as well as like what they had been doing before, but like even more branching paths. Yeah. Like I want a bunch of branching paths, mm-hmm. like fifteen different ways to play. Wow. Them. Wow. I feel like you could easily make a very good VR game for House of the Dead. Mm-hmm. You could combine another great game, Pokemon Snap, 
put yourself mm. in like the zombie car and uh so that like it's not whipping you around physically mm-hmm. like it's not moving your character without you but that you're in a car and you can look around and like look at the zombies coming after you but that would be pretty fun and i think a lot of those games from like the late 90s and early 2000s would work really well in like car vr mm-hmm. like that jurassic park game that was out in arcades where you'd like go into the little that room fun and play that yeah that could that be incredible great. um any of those games really but yeah i feel like it it, it lends itself really well to that because a lot of the fun of VR is kind of like moving around and like having to assess your surroundings, not mm-hmm. to mention like you have like the actual physical physicality of the controllers and being able to like shoot like that. Uh, I feel like it'd be very, very fun. And yeah, keep the voice acting shitty. I don't want it to be changed at all. I want it to be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Keep it bad. It's so bad. Uh, like somebody who is not a voice actor needs to record the, the lines. Yeah, for everybody. I feel like you couldn't hire a professional voice actor because them trying to do bad would just still sound good in a way. Yeah, you could hear them trying to do bad. Like, Troy Baker's not going to be able to do a bad voice acting. Yeah. It's just it not possible. authentically bad. <laughs> I need guy off the street here, read this line. <laughs> I need one of the programmers of the game to do the voice acting. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody who is just not able to do this very well at all. Yeah. <laughs> no experience, no practice. The guy who, like, doesn't say anything in the office, too. Yeah, exactly. That would be... I think that's honestly a requirement is bad voice <laughs> acting for the game can't have it otherwise no yeah that doesn't make sense in the canonical universe unless it's mm-hmm. like consistent okay cool do you have anything else that you need to say about the uh, the house of the dead i like like gun shooters yeah but in a world of coronavirus the real scary thing of playing house of the dead 2 would now be just holding the gun <laughs> yeah just experiencing this physical space with someone else <laughs> still warm from someone else holding it (laughs) that's just the rona talking it's just the rona talking that's it david we're on twitter if you would like to come interact with us or say anything or talk about how much you like the house of the dead or how you're your favorite house of the dead is actually three and that's the superior Mm -hmm. one let us know let us know if you want to support the show, a great way to do that is to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. That gets the mm-hmm. word out. Helps mm-hmm. us uh, spread the optimism word. Spread that love. Spread that love. Spread it to the rest of the world. And uh, if you leave one, then there's a chance I'll read it with my vocal cords. You can hear me speak your words that you wrote down. Mm, that's quite a treat. He has very, very dulcet tones. I've got some baritone textures. You sure do. Yeah, thank you. That that's- timbre. Tamber of those chords. The 30-year-old talking now. Ooh. Big old nasty man. You got three days still, Chase. Don't be <laughs> don't be getting ahead of yourself. Young buck for just a little bit longer. Well, by the time you hear this, I will be 30. So that's, that's just a true fact. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Uh, next week will be the final day in Spooky Month. The final spook? Final spook. So we're, uh, the next one will be big, I hope. Really has just spooked on by this month. You know? <laughs> Yeah, life moves fast when you're spooking hard. Nothing spookier than the passage of time. <laughs> Fucking true, though. <laughs> Damn. I'm reminded of that acutely like, right now, David. Very acutely. <laughs> Nothing spookier. <laughs> Do you have any gaming wisdom for us this week, David? Spooky time. Time spook. <laughs> Is that it? Is that your video game wisdom? <laughs> no, it's not. That's not it. <laughs> Spooky time. That was. Uh, that was my brain short circuiting. Sure. From the day. Yeah. Um. I guess my video game wisdom would be sometimes there's only one way you can go through a situation in life. Yeah. 
no matter what you do or where you look, you're just looking at the same enemies Yep. and the same corridor. Yep, it's true. So when those situations happen, just keep shooting, baby. Oh, God, I was hoping you weren't <laughs> going to go that direction. <laughs> just shoot your way out. Just keep trucking, baby. How about that? That's a little bit better. You see how the fucking the gun, big gun, the NRA, has influenced us? So House that, of the Dead 2, sponsored by the NRA. Dude. Get them young. Welcome to the fucking conspiracy cast. <laughs> oh, we're in the conspiracy cast now. Okay. I kind of believe that. If we're talking real talk, that? I bet the NRA was like, yo, can we please put some big buck hunters in every single pizza place? Oh, Cabela Big Buck Hunter was everywhere i never played that game once because it looked quite boring if i'm being honest it did it looked real boring i don't know how they were at every arcade and pizza parlor (laughs) it it feels like a wiener schnitzel you know yeah who plays this game why is it still here (laughs) who plays this game who eats at wiener schnitzel you know it's obviously a front of some sort yeah i think maybe there's being like drugs laundered in the big buck arcade machines (laughs) That's <laughs> where like, it's where the the Soviet spies drop off their information to each other. <laughs> they write down what the American secrets are on quarters and then put them into mm-hmm. the big buck hunter machine. <laughs> <coughs> oh man. I just had something go down my throat the wrong way cuz I think we're on to something. I think someone just tried to kill me. That's just big big buck coming to go get you. Go to ya. Steve's Pizza Parlor. That's my best <laughs> Russian. Play Capella. That's my best Russian again. It's bad. It's not the best. It's not the best one. Let's hear yours, Chase. You must drop off information at Steve's Pizza. Write down information on quarter secrets on face of American heroes. Humiliate them with your secrets into Big Buck. That 30-year-old impression. What can I say, man? It came to me. I couldn't do that yesterday. H to perfection. Anyway, we will see you next week on Video Game Podimism for the end of this spooky month. Yeah, don't don't shoot your problems, everybody. Don't Just shoot your clear. problems. Fix them with an open heart and an open mind and open arms. There you go. I don't know why I suddenly slipped into Arnold. <laughs> they're very, Hey, they're pretty close. They're not far. Sorry, not far. Austrians. Didn't mean to put you on blast. Okay, bye. <laughs> see ya.